two, one. Hello, and welcome back to On the Fly. What was that? You gave me some like jazz hands there. <laughs> You're supposed to pause for the editing portion. Oh, you know, like one, two, three, pause. Welcome back to On the Fly. <laughs> like that. No, that's our official new opening. Okay. All right. Uh, so 2020. What a year. Yes. The highlight was supposed to be the Summer Olympics, but now we're mostly looking forward to this 2020 election. So we figured we'd bring it a little early with our own version of that. Yeah. Podcasts are, you know, kind of like life. You don't talk about politics unless you exist to talk about politics. And this is not a political podcast, but today... We've it decided is. it is. <laughs> so it's a little different than... We will not be discussing any real-life politics. <laughs> not really, at least. Uh, we're going to do it in a different method. So Kenny had a great idea. and uh, Then we screwed it up because we both had the wrong idea. That's true. Uh, well, Kenny had an idea, and so did I. Let's explain it. So my idea was we are both going to make up five random questions to ask these supposed politicians we were going to make up, and then we'd have to say how those people would respond to those problems. Yes, and my take on what he said we were going to do was create a name of a make-believe politician and create a problem that they're going to build their campaign platform on. So we've kind of got a little like two-sentence uh, bio or description on six make-believe uh, politicians. politicians, and Kenny came up with six like debate questions or talking points so we decided to mash those up yes so we he sent to me three of his politicians that i'm going to be defending and advocating for and i sent him three of my questions that he will ask me about the politicians he gave me i'll ask three of the questions i made for him for his politicians to discuss and then at the end if you guys are feeling it send feel free if you've been listening all six of you, anyone, feel free to send a vote so we can have a new official president of the podcast. Yes, <laughs> podcast president. Podcast pres. Excellent. So, oh, by the way, going back to last week, I saw today on Facebook that they are remaking and revamping the movie Twister, which was one of my <laughs> contributions to our movie mashup uh, thing. So I'm basically a prophet. If they add time travel, then we're both profits. <laughs> yeah, we should get money for that. We should email them. Okay, so, oh, the greatest part about this is I haven't read the questions Kenny sent me yet, and he hasn't read the character bios yet. I've briefly looked at their names, and I have no idea what they stand for, so this should be very exciting and interesting. This should be good. But beforehand, let's get to our very scant fan mail. Yes. Uh, so, I think I, I was contacted by three people. Really? You, you were also contacted by one of them, so two of them were Double on up. my own. One was Hallie Burgraff, just saying she's been enjoying it. Shout out to Hallie. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, other one was from a classmate of mine, Noah Stalkup. Great guy. Just asking if the deli product we had plopped was a piece of cheese. He actually had one or two guesses. Let me pull those up real quick. He was wrong on all of them, like a fool, but I love him, so I allow it. Where is it? There it is. I should really prepare stuff beforehand. Well, as you're looking it up, I'll just the third one was none other than our, our, our favorite, can we say our favorite 11th grader? No, that's not allowed. No, we're in podcast weird. world. It's not church world, so <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's listening. Our favorite 11th grader, soon to be senior, Aaron McKee, who said, was it? 
cheese, right? She asked if it was cheese, she asked too. She it was cheese, and she was right. She was right, because it was, in fact, Havarti cheese. But, like, not a, like a thin slice, like kind of a... A square. A semi-thick block. Yeah, a square. And Noah Stockup, I have it now. He guessed first if it was an entire steak, <laughs> then a package of some kind of lunch meat, and then... He said rats afterward, and I assumed that was a guess, but he informed me afterward it wasn't. That was a complaint. <laughs> an exclamation. <laughs> like rats. I was wrong. No, we didn't throw any rats. That sounds like something off an airplane or something. <laughs> and that is the end of our fan mail. <sighs> well, we love getting it. Let's hope we can keep these few viewers we have. Okay. Uh, okay, so who wants to go first? We'd... Uh... I'll let you start. Give your first person. Okay, here we go. And their stance, and then I'll give you my first question. Here's our make-believe politician. His name is Edward Coe. Ending the pandemic of cell phone dependence, which you got to admit, some people are addicted nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. You know, neck problems. Uh, they, they, they talk too much. Their eyes, you know, retina strain, sleeplessness. It's a, it's a big deal. But he, he's going to end the pandemic of cell phone dependence by providing government-funded walkie-talkies to every single citizen. <laughs> Campaign um, slogan is 10-4, I read you loud and clear. Over. <laughs> with, the, with the noises. All right. So here's the issue he has to, he's come up with and he has to solve. Uh, this is question number three because even my first two. Canada has challenged the U.S. to an all-out water balloon battle. Winner takes all of Niagara Falls. <laughs> what is your battle plan to beat them? <laughs> this is... Perfect. Because everybody knows that kids, when they get walkie-talkies, do one of two things. Pretend to be a spy or pretend to be in the army. Okay. So essentially, you know, I don't know if this is like current day or if he's like planning ahead, but he, he wants to essentially weaponize the entire country by letting everyone believe they're part of the army. And he thinks that if everybody has, you know, correct intel and everybody can communicate... It's going to open up the floodgates for a massive amount of uh, cooperation and strategy coordination, and we are going to take out the Canadians. We're going to win back Niagara Falls? One soggy sack at a time. Okay. <laughs> Talking about the water balloons. Slow way to call them. <laughs> One soggy sack at a time. Alrighty then. So vote for Co. Vote for Co. All right, so this is the first, this is my first time reading this. Yes. This so-called so candidate. Oh, she just disappeared. There, okay. It, like, blanked out for a second, but it's back now. We're good. Candace Avery, in quotations here, Candace with a K. National upcycling emphasis. Citizens can only vote with vote if they have an active Pinterest account. Addressing excessive spending with DIY frugality. That's super cute, but you could probably do it better. Do it yourself for cheaper. I should maybe I should have read this beforehand. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna say the catch. This is their quote slogan. slogan. That's super cute, but you could probably do it yourself for cheaper. So the, Candace Avery, Candace Lecay, needs everyone to have a Pinterest account to vote. What is the issue I'm getting thrown? She kind of sounds like probably too young to be a candidate according to the official presidential rules. She could be, but she's a she's a go getter. She's I think -getter. it's time we change these rules. Okay, good. So, um, here's a question that she needs to advocate for. It's been decided that we have too many celebrities in this country. What is Candace's solution to solving the excessive celebrity crisis? Mm, good call, Kyle. Good call. Good question. Well, I think we need to start exporting the ones that aren't cool. <laughs> we, 
need to have a scale of Brad Pitt and... Nicolas Cage. No, Nicolas Cage is cool. Oh, wow. That's my opinion. <laughs> I'll advocate for Nick Cage any day of the week. So, Brad Pitt's the top here. Yes, Brad Pitt's, you know, it's a good celebrity right there. Bottom tier celebrity? I'm gonna go... I don't want to step any toes here. Cardi B, is she American? Yes. Well, we're exporting her. Exporting. She is now Spanish. We're sending her to Spain. I don't think you can declare an ethnicity for somebody. Well, not... Ne- well... A nationality a national, now. A citizenship? Yes. We when are. you said ka, I swear you're going to say carrot top. <laughs> we'll export him to Europe. Okay. Specifically Just, Germany. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's how we will solve this celebrity crisis, is by exporting the ones we don't want, keeping the good ones. The good yeah. ones, of course, that's, uh, again, subjective to mm-hmm. voting. Up votes on Pinterest because everyone needs to have an account to vote. So Justin Bieber is going to clearly remain a citizen of the United States. I'm he's going to say fella. he's already Canadian and oh. we, don't, we don't claim him to begin with. <laughs> okay, not our problem. Not I, our problem. I'll vote for Candace if she can get rid of somebody who your sister is like, <laughs> Kesha. Oh, yes. What an embarrassing person to be a fan of. I think she's cleaned up, though. I don't know, but I just remembered that it was troubling that they actually liked her. I don't know why they liked her either. It was so weird. I think they got to live out their rebellious teenage urges through her songs ah. because they were too good of people to actually follow through. Shout out to you, Hannah. Anywho. She ain't listening. Don't oh, matter. without a doubt, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Are we moving along? Will we what? <laughs> Will we moving along? No, I'm saying, are we moving along? Yes, we're moving along. I thought that was your Canada's name. It's like, Willie Long. <laughs> Willie Woobal along. Willie Woobal along. Okay. Um, oh, I got to go back to my other page here. Second politician goes by the name of Glendra... Oh, Jesus, sorry. Glenda Von Konstrakumpf. <laughs> American citizen, my idea. So, Glenda uh, wants to drain the political swamp Good call. By revolutionizing political campaigning. Okay, so a lot of people are sick of these career politicians who just never seem to get anything done, entrench themselves on their partisan side. So she says, enough is enough. If I get elected as president, here's how we're going to do it. The only way an elected official can advertise and run for office is through currently existing reality TV shows, game shows, or televised sports. (laughs) So, like... You know, the, the the race to become mayor of the state of Florida will have to appear on... The like, Amazing Race. The Amazing Race. <laughs> or somebody running for Senate will have to appear on Wipeout. Uh, or The Floor is Lava, which I watched the other day. It's not that good, but it's kind of entertaining. Yeah, I saw my brother was watching that. Is that just a new thing now, or is that... Just a new thing. Um, you know, all it does is make you want to try it, but you can't try it. You'll never be able to try it. You can just realize you'd be better at it than that. <laughs> Grayson just chimed in from the other room. Why won't you ever be able to try The Floor is Lava? Because it's not real lava. Yeah, because it's not real lava. That's why. <laughs> all right. So what's what's Glenda going to... She can pour water all over the house. Okay. Most likely the, the microphone can't pick it up, but Grayson's telling me how we could make our house and do The Floor is Lava. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So the question Glenda Von... Help me out here. <laughs> Glenda von Konstrakampf. Glenda von Konstrakampf. 
The issue she is facing is, while visiting schools and talking to kids, a rowdy 7th grader stands up and shouts that his dad claims that your politician is a poophead. How bad is your politician met- mess that kid up? <laughs> I think she would solve the problem of bullying the same way. Kind of like a less torturous version of the Hunger Games. She's like, you know what, you little jerk? I'm sending you to that Chinese game show where they just get everybody seemingly drunk and beat the crap out of them on <laughs> impossible... What's that called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, a Japanese game show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name. We'll have to reference that later. I don't know, but here's a fun little side note. So I moved again to Guam a couple years back. Like the first night, we were there, like first week we were there, we're in like a hotel, mm-hmm. and we're just like flipping the channels. And because we're in the Pacific Ocean, we like got all these Japanese channels. <laughs> and like the first thing we like were enthralled by were these Japanese game shows. You could tell nothing what was going on. There might have been subtitles, I forget, but it's just these. It was the strangest, most surreal experience, and I loved it. And it was interesting. Maybe she could put that kid on Silent Library, the old MTV game (laughs) show where he had to complete challenges without making any noise. I think that's not bullying, though. No, it's not bullying, but it's like, hey, you little turd, I'm going to send you in there and you're going to get slapped in the face with a a dead fish or something if you don't, you know. Or she could put him on, are you smarter than a fifth grader, and hope he fails and then laugh at him. (laughs) I don't know. Her, her slogan, by the way, is let the American people see the real person behind the persona. <laughs> Since reality TV is so real. Oh, yeah, obviously. That would never Mike lie. Pence on Jersey Shore. <laughs> okay. Pence. You know, this might be a good time for a sponsor break. Yes, please indulge us. Okay, so this is a sponsorship that's more of like an IOU sponsorship because it's me and my future company that is not yet founded nor has no funding or capital. But here's my idea. It's called a Chinese burrito. Imagine with me, if you will, an egg roll the size of a Moe's burrito, right? Okay. So a deep fried kind of container, uh, cylindrical container, but instead of filled with just like cabbage and like steamed vegetables, it's filled with like what you would have in a Chinese like takeout meal, like a bed of fried rice and then a bunch of like Kung Pao shrimp inside of a fried egg roll that's a size of burrito. I'll take one. I, I'm telling you guys, this is it. This is the idea. So Mexican or no Chinese burritos coming to a food truck near you. And when I, somebody funds it, I'll, I'll sponsor us. <laughs> Isn't that just basically a giant egg roll? Or am I... No, egg rolls don't have... Like, egg rolls have, like, like steamed vegetables and stuff in it. This is, like, a whole meal wrapped up to go. Okay. Kenny's not impressed. No, no, I'm, I'm impressed. I just... I got lost in translation. This is messed up, man. <laughs> uh, is this my turn it's now? It's your turn. All right. Next uh, politician here to... Talk about it is Teddy Katz. Uh, spelled with a Z at the end. C-A-T-Z. Snowball funding, where you apply the entire of the national budget, $4 trillion, towards only one issue at a time. Priority of issues, animal adoptions. Number two, kudzu growth. In the kudzu. Sun. Kudzu. It's an invasive vine species. <laughs> Three, leaky faucets. For shortage of funding for circus training programs. 
Yeah, so the idea of snowball effect is kind of an economic principle. You put all of your funding towards one, towards eliminating debt of one thing, uh -huh. and then you let that go to the next thing, and then you get more money, and the next thing, and, and it'll it just kind of you just steamroll things one at a time rather than spreading out the money okay. and trying to approach a lot of problems. You just do one, do one, and then just kind of take it piece by piece. Imagine how far four trillion dollars would go towards pet adoptions. <laughs> And then kudzu growth. Kudzu growth. Kudzu. Is that like uh, Spanish moss or is that something else? I'm thinking it's, of? okay, you ever drive down the road and you just see like a, a whole entire like foresty area that is just covered in like one type of leaf and it just looks like a giant blanket of leaves that somebody put over something? I wish. Well, that's the thing and it happens, okay? So <laughs> it's bad, all right? It's an invasive vine plant species <laughs> and then after they saw that leaky faucets <laughs> leaky faucets i think that should be number one and then shortage of funding for circus training programs which is appropriately poor <laughs> okay so. and their slogan is pummeling problems four trillion dollars at a time and what issue <laughs> am i is teddy cat stealing with okay it's election season and your politician is needing votes teddy cats needs votes what would teddy Add to his or her or to his campaign to appeal to all the bird watchers and win their vote. Mm. Well, obviously, like it gets in, we had animal adoptions at number one that could include, like you know, maybe have a sponsor some bird parakeets, parakeet uh, ownership places and whatnot, ownership places, parakeet stores. Yeah. Uh, at every campaign, I'd have a falcon on my shoulder, maybe kind of start it off. <laughs> I start out the uh, the campaign kind of on my own. I'd hold my hand up, you know, have everyone be quiet, pull my arm out, maybe give a little whistle, and then it just comes down. And then as it lands on my arm, I just kind of lean at the mic and say, "Any questions?" And I think the bird watchers would swoon. Yeah. And I just feel like if I'm, you know, if not me, Teddy Katz mm. is a politician who, you know, is approaching this as a snowball. Uh, you know. The snowball, what is it? Snowball funding. I can't believe I got that already. Uh, he applies, you know, if that's his whole campaign, I'd say he just start, He just needs to be this really cool guy and just have it all snowball from there. Everyone, you know, thinks, wow, what a, what a great guy, that Teddy Katz. And that's then right. they just keep learning, like, oh, my gosh, he's got all these great plans. Sure does. So that's uh, that's Teddy Katz and how he appeals to the bird watchers. Imagine how many of those like roadside uh, like osprey nests. You know, they put like a nest for those big birds, like at the causeway or something. Yeah. Yeah, like there'd be a lot of those in the world. There'd probably be a lot of like free spay and neuter clinics too. That'd be issue number five that we'd deal with to appeal Preg to those bird watchers. Pregnant dogs. Pregnant what? Dogs. Why? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving right along, I suppose. Um, this is my politician profile number three. Mm -hmm. Do I? Should I do the accent? Please. Yes. Jeremiah Fancy Pants here. <laughs> I see America falling behind in the creative arts. When I look amongst the world, I see a lot of beautiful performances. So just like school is mandatory for the little tots in the world. I will make swing dancing mandatory for every child from the age of 5 to 18. <laughs> How'd I do? I loved it. It was great. Now, you like how I said mandatory? Mandatory. That sounds like something a 
guy named Jeremiah Fancy. A southern that. gentleman would say that. Make America dance again. Ooh. That's catchy. Put it on a purple hat, not a white font. A purple hat, that's right. Gotta differentiate. So, Jeremiah. Jeremiah Fancy Pants. I don't think I'm gonna keep up with the accent, but go ahead. That's fair. We we tried it and we got it. And we can move on. We nailed it. Let's not ruin it. Alright, this is my next question. During a rival politician's campaign speech, a woman's water breaks in the crowd and the rival politician gets down and delivers the baby. What ruse does your politician, Jeremiah Fancy Pants, cook up to top his rival delivering a baby to get those approval numbers? He goes, oh yeah, look at this. Grabs the newly founded mother and starts tossing her around the room through his legs and around in circles swing dancing with her stealing the show because nobody's looking at the baby they're looking at this guy getting classy with the with a lady who's holding the baby the other politician not okay. getting any looks ah see what i'm saying he's like oh baby and he's like oh yeah you ever heard of swing dancing and then he just like spins and twirls as a whole like raise her up above his head like dirty dancing I the time of my life <laughs> I don't know that's that's what he would have done I don't know it, it is what he would have done and I don't know if it would have worked we just gotta wait for those approval numbers to come in that's right those are the votes that we're gonna need after this episode's air that's right vote okay and our last oh this is me isn't it this is our last contestant last contestant luigi darkangelo did i say that right again i yes darkangelo all right vegan rights activists standing against all the memes and haters who think vegans suck their slogan is pick on someone with your own dietary preferences <laughs> It's easy to make fun of somebody different from you. But can you make fun of someone who's like you? <laughs> yeah, probably, but... <laughs> Anyways. All right, so... Vegan rights activists. Vegan rights. That's a problem we have in America. People are bullies to people who don't like eating meat. <laughs> All right. Why is that? Why is it that vegans are the center of so many jokes, by the way? Like, I met a couple of decent vegans in my life. <laughs> I think it's just a stereotype of, like... Oh man, you totally should go vegan, man. Like it's better for the environment. Yeah. And but like I'm not gonna stop eating meat. It's almost the fourth of July. I need steak to fuel my blowing of stuff up. Blowing of stuff up. <laughs> okay, anyway. Silly bands are back and kids everywhere are jonesing for their next fix and hitting up their dealers. What is uh Luigi's five step program to get these bad boys off the streets? <laughs> All right, step one. The kids are the dealers. The the drug. Not the drug, just the silly bands. The silly, okay. How do we get the silly bands off the streets? How are we getting these silly oh, bands off the streets? Bad boys is in product, okay. Hmm? What? No, no, continue. All right, so step one of my, of Luigi's five-step program. One, ban all meat in America. We'll start thinking more clearly once we're all vegan is what he thinks. Step two. Buy a lot of scissors, for most of them parents, or just anyone who's worried that a loved one is addicted to silly bands. Step two, not step two, this is step three. We're gonna go to the silly bands, we're gonna symbolically cut our kids and loved ones' connections to silly bands Ooh. by straight up cutting the silly bands themselves. Not the kids, though. 
Oh gosh, no. I will cut you. <laughs> Sounds more like a Jeremiah Fancy Pants kind of thing. No, he's classy. Good call. <laughs> uh, step four of this five-step program is, I guess, just quitting cold, having them quit cold turkey, but not voluntarily. Cold tofu. Cold. <laughs> Have them quit cold tofu because, again, a vegan rights activist. That's right. And just lock them up. Just make sure they can't get it all out of the system, you know, get that silly bad love yeah. out of them. And step five is once again reiterate that we can't have any meat in this country. It's mm-hmm. we need more vegan rights. And by vegan rights, we mean no one else can eat meat anymore. That's right. You know, I was kind of hoping that uh, Luigi would have done a total politician thing and just flipped on its head and told everybody that silly bands are loved by vegans. And then everybody would hate the silly bands (laughs) because they don't want to be associated with those sucky vegans. Well, it's just a one-step program then. That's right. But he gets to the heart of it. He does. And all the vegans are like, what? That's their whole platform. That's why I voted for you. (laughs) And he's like... I just wanted the office, suckers. Uh, now we're stuck with them for four years. Yeah. Well, that's our uh, our political episode. I think we need to re- run through them all so yep. people can remember. In case anybody made it 25 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> all right. So once again, we have... Who, who started? I started? You started. We've got um, <clears throat> Edward Coe ending the pandemic of cell phone dependence by giving everybody walkie-talkies. And what was his issue again that he solved? Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, uh, water balloon fight with with Canada. <laughs> Canada. Sog, never mind. <laughs> soggy, soggy sacks. Yep. And then we had Candace Avery with a K, who was National Upcycle Emphasis, says, can only vote if they have an active Pinterest account, and her issue was dealing with the outsourcing of celebrities yes. and just getting changing their nationality so we have a more concise and collected... A pool of cool celebrities, and we just get rid of all the bad ones. Yes. Uh, Glenda von Konsterkampf, uh, she wanted to put all the politicians on celebrity or reality TV. Mm-hmm. What was her issue? It was if the if a kid, she was at a oh, school yeah, kind of campaigning, and some kid says her da- his dad called your politician a poop head. Yeah. And she forced him onto a reality show. Yeah, she put him on a reality show where she could beat him up and win the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Good. We had Teddy Katz, who was all about snowball funding, and he needed to find a way to appeal to the bird watchers, and he, again, would start his campaigns by calling down a falcon to lay on his arm and just play it as a super cool guy that's for the animals, and in return, you know, the bird watchers. What does this guy look like, do you think? He wears camo pants... A rainbow-colored vest, <laughs> uh, kind of a beige shirt underneath. <laughs> a nude-colored shirt. So a nude-colored shirt. Just wearing a bare-chested vest. Or he looks naked if it's clean, but as he wears it more and gets a little more dirty, people are like, oh, no, that's a shirt. Or he's just really dirty. <laughs> yeah. So people continue to question. Can, can there be a cat on his rainbow vest with, like, throwing up a rainbow? Ten cats. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay. All right. Uh, and he has, I'm going to say curly hair. Oh, well, that Cur- changes things. Curly blonde hair. So kind of like that 
What's that dude who used to do the aerobic stuff? What? The the guy who used to do the aerobics dancing, uh, who had curly hair and and little shorts. Little Richard Richard Little? Carrot top? No. I don't know. Okay, anyways. I don't know the guy's name. Rainbow unicorn? Yeah, he also probably has a rainbow unicorn. That's what Grayson said. Alright, next is Jeremiah Fancy Pants, who <laughs> really likes swing dancing and he at a at a political rally. Somebody had a baby, and his opponent delivered that baby, and he swooped up the mother, danced with her, and she loved it. And stole the show. Winning the hearts of the people. Is it healthy for a woman who just gave birth to swing dance? No, and that's what makes it so good. <laughs> he overcomes like the overwhelming pain of having a child removed from your body forcibly with just complete and utter, like, that was incredible. I've forgotten everything traumatic that just happened to my body, and I'm enjoying this moment for all that it's worth. Alrighty. Very good dancer. And then we finish it up with Luigi D'Arcangelo. I feel like I keep saying that wrong. It doesn't matter. Okay. Luigi D'Arcangelo. And he's the vegan rights activist who gave us our five-step plan to getting rid of getting the silly bands off the street. One, get rid of the meat. Two, buy scissors. Three, cut the silly bands and emotionally cut your loved ones and kids off of it. Four, have them quit cold tofu. And five, reiterate the fact that if we didn't have meat in the first place, we wouldn't have silly bands. So. Or alternatively, tell everybody that vegans love silly bands. That's his alternative plan in case the first one doesn't work. Yeah, or he'll do both. <laughs> Speak out of both sides of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kind of scratches their head and wonder what he's getting at. I love him. <laughs> there we go. So those are our six candidates. Yeah, we are not sending out mail-in voting ballots. Um, nor do we require you to register any type of multiple votes, anything at all. If you've heard this, just vote for somebody. And if you vote, it's likely you're the only one. So you, you could you single-handedly choose the new president of our podcast. If you don't remember their name, just say something about him. We'll figure it out. Vegan guy. Yeah, he's probably not a vegan. Ooh. He's an undercover vegan. He's just getting that vegan vote. Wow. That's right. The underground vegan vote. Well, it's uh, it's been fun. Once again, that was on the fly. And we will maybe make another one of these. If, you're, if we're lucky. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.